This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. The Mike Francesa Podcast. And remember that the Mike Francesa Podcast is on the Bet Rivers Network. You can bet at Bet Rivers in New York. And if you're listening in New Jersey or Connecticut, make your bets at Play Sugar House. Play Sugar House in New Jersey and Connecticut. Bet Rivers in uh, New York for all your wagering needs. Now, maybe the baseball teams will rub off on the football teams a little bit. We have high hopes, high hopes for both the Yankees and the Mets. And maybe... New hopes is a good way of putting it for the Jets and the Giants. Steve Serby from the Post, who's been around as long as I have, so he's been around a long, long time, uh, is with us. Steve, welcome. How are you? Good, Mike. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. All right. Let's start with the, the Giants. New regime, new feeling. Uh, one more chance for Daniel Jones. A lot of rumors about other quarterbacks. But give me a reason why the Giants will be better this year. Uh, from, a, from a win total perspective, I'm not sure they'll be better, but I can guarantee they'll be more entertaining than they were under Joe Judge. I think this, this coaching, uh, Brian Dable and Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator, they will play to win. I don't think we saw that the last two years from Joe Judge, to be honest. And Wink Martindale, as we know, loves the blitz. He's a risk taker. He will field a relentless defense as opposed to the read and react defense from Patrick Graham. And um, well, Graham did a good job. But but Xavier McKinney told me uh, last week in a Q&A I did with him in Sunday's New York Post, that the players didn't feel practice was organized and there was not a winning mentality as far as the communication and the trust that the players had in the previous coaching staff. So anyway, Brian Dable hasn't lost the game. He'll be more creative, certainly, than uh, Jason Garrett was. And uh, Brian Dable hasn't lost the game. The players love him. And... Um, you know, we hear that every year at this time, right, Mike? Yep. New regime takes new regime takes over, and um, everything is hunky dory. But um, look, the Giants, the Giants are not in a playoff conversation. They're starting from scratch. They've got some nice couple of young pieces in their first round picks, Thibodeau and Evan Neal. But the offensive line is not yet fixed, and. The Eagles are the class of that division. The Giants are not yet a playoff team. They'll be better as far as the entertainment value of the product. I'm not so sure they'll be better as far as the, the one-loss record. 
You know, the GM can't help but be better. Let's be honest. The Giants were headed in the wrong direction, and they brought in Gettleman, who destroyed the franchise, who absolutely never did anything right the entire time he was there, created a malaise. And I think Judge thought he could outlast Gettleman. We know they didn't get along. Uh, the, the bottom line is the, pl- the place has been a disaster area now for a long time. The Giants used to know how to do it right. They have to remember or relearn how to do it right. And it starts at the top where I think there's more fractions or disagreement in the ownership now than there ever was in the old days. The old days, I think they always were on the same page. I think they got to get back on the same page before anything gets that much better. And then you got to hope that they hired the right coach, you know, with a coordinator, you just never know. I mean, this guy's got a resume that a 9,000 other guys have had. Okay. We know he's been an assistant for a long time. He hooked up with a hot quarterback in Buffalo that got him a job as a head coach. Now we'll see. Maybe he's the right guy for the right time. I think the GM is a positive. I'm not sure yet about the head coach. I agree with you 100% about Martindale. I think he's a really good coordinator. I like his style. I like the aggressive style. He's going to make a big difference. The people are going to like him. Okay? I think he's going to do a really good job. I don't know about the head coach, to be honest with you. To me, he could be just another guy. Well, yeah. We, absolutely. We don't know. We don't. Whenever these assistants take over, you and I have seen thousands of them. Once once the vice president becomes a president, you just don't know. Yep. So, um, I mean, he's got the experience. He'll, he'll have a honeymoon. This year is his honeymoon year. Whether he can do the job as the head coach, we don't know. But the, the positive is that he and, and the GM, Joe Shane, who comes from the Bill Parcells school, worked under Parcells, he and Shane will work together. Right. Certainly, certainly better than well, it Joe wouldn't be hard. Is 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 Dable going to be a? Is he going to be a guy the coach the players love? Because I worry about coaches who the players love. I worry about. I think you have to be a jerk. I think you have to be nasty sometimes. I mean, that's the school I always believed in. I worry about guys who I hear the players love them. Well, Dable uh, did give Josh Allen tough love when he needed it. So Dable can crack the whip, I believe. Again, this is his first time being a head coach after two decades, two decades as an NFL assistant. So, yeah, we, he's a player's coach until he isn't. Now, he's not the hard ass that Joe Judge it was. And the players don't want him to be. The players love the fact that he takes care of them physically in practice, which apparently uh, they didn't believe Judge did right. enough. And, but, but, yeah, that's a, that would be a concern. Yeah, you always worry about these players' coaches. But uh, there has been evidence when Brian Dable got in Josh Allen's grill and – He'll do. He'll. I believe he'll do the same with this team. I. He doesn't. I, I. I think he'll do it. I think he knows how to do it. He's seen it done before. And um, again, the jury is out. But Dable's big thing is building relationships, 
And right now, that's the most important thing for him to do is build relationships. And um, look, hey, I agree with you. He's going to have to crack the whip. Parcells was not Parcells in '83 no. when he when he was a rookie coach, and then he became he became a badass and he got results. Um, different so Dave, different uh, world though. Different world now. Now oh, you can't. Oh, right. It's hard that you can't act that way. The players won't take it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you're right. Dable's going to have to crack the whip, though. Nevertheless, yes. Modern modern day or not, he can't be. He can't be Mr. Ice Guy, uh, or the players will step all over him. You believe in Daniel Jones at all? Um, I I, I like Daniel Jones. I, I don't know whether he can be a top a top twelve quarterback. I don't think so. I think. Obviously, he's playing for his job, and the problem is they declined his fifth-year option. New regime comes over. This is his last chance. There's a nice crop of young quarterbacks in next year's draft. I would say the odds are against Daniel Jones being the quarterback next year. Dable will put him in the, the best position to win uh, if his playmakers stay healthy for a change. If the offensive line gives him better protection than he's had, which isn't saying much, John Mara, as you know, uh, is on record saying we've done everything to screw this kid up. But are they going to want to pay him a big ticket contract? No, uh, I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. Um, so, I, I, if push came to shove, Daniel Jones will be, in my view, somewhere else next year. And. Is Thibodeau out of the box going to be a player, or are we going to have to wait on him? Yeah, I think he will be. Uh, uh, he'll have the benefit of this kid, Aziz Ojalari, on the other side. Um, the two of them together should form a nice a nice tandem. I, I, I think Thibodeau's a natural pass rusher, yep. and I think, Wink, I think Wink Martindale's going to turn him loose. He was the guy that Wink wanted, and... Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he's a double-digit sacker as a rookie. I, I, and, the, and the Giant fans will fall in love with number five. There's no question. I, I, absolutely. Oh. That's a, right up their alley if that works. And I can see that happening. Also, I'm glad Tony's here. I know he's a bit of a jerk, but Tony has a lot of talent. And if they can get him the ball in space, I want to see what he does if he can stay on the field. Well, that's the big key. Can he stay on the field? He hasn't shown that he can yet. I worry about a guy that like that that makes those decisive cuts. Uh, I worry about him staying healthy. He's not the biggest guy in the world. Um, by the way, his teammates seem to like him a lot, which uh, flies in the face of the ma- of the narrative he's right. earned for himself. Right. But, uh, you know, they got two guys like that now. They drafted Wandale Robinson in the second round. He's another guy. Xavier McKinney, who played with Jalen Waddell at Alabama, says Robinson reminds him of Jalen Waddell. Now, I, I, I don't, I'm not sure I buy that one right now, but he's another guy in space that can do damage, and Dable's going to do everything he can to get the ball to both of those playmakers and see what they can do. And, and both of them will help Daniel Jones, as will Saquon Barkley in the passing game. I think you're going to see Barkley catch 60 to 70 passes this year. He caught 91 as a rookie, and, and, and they forgot why well, part of the problem was Barkley couldn't stay on the field. 
but they haven't used him enough in the passing game. He can be a weapon for Daniel Jones. I agree. Now, we both know no matter what happens, Giants have a long way to go. Expectations this year, it's going to be tough for them to have a winning record. They just need to show improvement, and, and I think everybody would be happy. right? No one's expecting them to go to playoffs this year. If they show some competitiveness and some improvement, that would be a good step for them. Yeah, absolutely. If they win, they win eight games, that would be a success. Probably seven games might be a success. But, you know, they're not in the class of the Eagles. They're not in the class of the Cowboys. The commanders, who knows, with, with Carson Wentz, who knows. But, uh, again, they have, to, they have to find the end zone. They, 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 yes. they don't know where the end zone they is. Can't I mean, it's like, Right. No, they it's embarrassing. Yeah. No, their offense has been in, a, in, in the dark ages for a couple of years now. But Dable, at least, will the fans will see a team that will be playing to win instead of playing not to lose. And I think they'll be, uh, they'll be pleased with an offense that uh, begins to join the rest of the NFL. No, I, I agree with all that. I'm talking with Steve Serby on the Mike Francesa podcast. All right, let's get to the Jets. You know, I don't know this coach. I've never sat, I've never sat down with him. I don't know him. You know, this generation of coaches now, I don't know him like I know the other ones who I know most of the assistants, but when they got to be head coaches, these guys I don't know as well. Um, I'm not sure about Salah from what I've seen from a distance. You know him a lot better than I do. You've been around him. Do you like Salah? Do you trust Salah? Uh, you know, I like him. He's a very likable guy. The players seem to love him. Um, but he, he's got to put his his stamp on this team. He's yet to do that yet. Um, their defense was horrific last year. He's got much more talent now on both sides of the ball. He's got uh, Jermaine Johnson from the draft, Sauce Gardner from the draft, so he's got another pass rusher. Carl Lawson is coming back. So there's really no excuses for Salah not to field a defense that will remind Jet fans of his 49er defenses when he was defensive coordinator. And, um, and Zach Wilson has more talent, um, more toys to play with. So Salah has to take the second-year leap, the same second-year leap as a head coach, that Zach Wilson has to take as a franchise quarterback. Well, let's start there. You like Wilson? Well, I, I, we, we like – everyone seems to like his arm talent, but he's got to learn how to play the position. He hasn't shown that yet. He showed flashes in the second half of the year, but, you know, we'll see if um, – you know, in, he's got the same offensive coordinator back in, in Mike LaFleur – which, which is something that, um, you know, Daniel Jones had, what, four offensive coordinators? That, that will help. Having the same offensive coordinator and the same system will help. Getting Garrett Wilson in the draft will help. Uh, Elijah Moore in his second year will help. New tight ends, a new tight end room. That will help. So there's no excuses for Zach Wilson not to. Uh, no, he's got some not, talent around him. I mean, there's some decent players there. You talked about, you know, uh, CJ at tight end. You, you talk about uh, Berrios, who's a very good player. 
bringing Wilson in. Uh, also, Carter's a nice player. Uh, Hall's a nice player. There's plenty of players there. I agree with that. I'm not sure about him, but to me it starts with, to me their whole credibility starts with how they coach and how they deal with the tackle. If they're going to let the tackle eat himself out of the sport after what they decided to give him as an investment, that is a very bad sign to me if they lose him. Are they going to lose him or is he going to be okay? Um, that's, that's a good question, Mike. I mean, he's under 400 pounds, so that's the good news. Well, that's a positive. Uh, <laughs> what his conditioning level is, we don't know yet. Uh, what his mindset is, he, he, he showed up uh, a few uh, weeks ago during the mini camp with a big bust t-shirt. He, he, he said, he claims he's motivated by all the haters out there of which there are many. And, um, you know, since his uh, magical rookie season, uh, he's been AWOL. And I thought that they might draft a kid at Kwanu from NC State. But they're gambling. It's a gamble that this kid has his head on right, right. And, has his bo- and has his body on right. And he's going to, you know, he may not be the left tackle. George Fant. As yeah, I mean, he could the be the right tackle, but, you know, which is already a negative to me because, you know, you built him up as being all world. He showed that he can play the position and be a dominant player. You'd want him to really be your 10 year left tackle. That's what you wanted him for. That's what you brought him in to be. It's already a negative, but I'll live with that. If he becomes a really good player on the other side. Yeah. He was the 11th pick of the draft. You're right. They drafted him to be the franchise left tackle. And now he's either going to have to fight it out with George Fant or move over to the right side, which, right. which is which is not a good look. No. So, yeah, it's a gamble. Absolutely, it's a gamble by the Jets. They um, they wanted Sauce Gardner, and uh, they were interested in. Iquanu. I love him. I thought he was the best player in college football last year. Okay, I watched him a lot. I watched Cincinnati a lot last year. This kid. Nobody went near him. I mean, they didn't even, he wasn't even in the game. Not since Deion Sanders have I seen game plans where they refused to throw the ball to his side of the field. I mean, yeah, this, no, kid, this kid is that good. I think he is that good a player. He's going to be a impact player from, I think, day one. Yeah, no, he's, they love him. He's got those long arms, six foot three. He's, he's got, that you want in a cornerback, you know he he can be Robert Sollers, a young Richard Sherman if, if no he's question. as good as advertised. No question. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, teams will teams will avoid him. They'll learn in a hurry to avoid him and throw at the other guy, DJ Reed, the sh- the five foot nine corner. On Absolutely, the other side. you'd be nuts to throw at him. He's got everything, including size. Usually, guys who cover like him are five foot ten. They're not they're not his size. Yeah, he's he's a freak of nature. He really is, and uh, you know, with with more with more of a pass rush, with more pass rushers, and Sauce Gardner in the in the on the back end, the Jets should be a middle of the pack at worst defense. And Salah has waves of defensive linemen to send at the quarterback. So I think Jet fans will be excited by the defense and the offense. It's all about Zach Wilson. You know, this team to me has to be a lot improved this year. 
Um, I thought last year the team was at times very poorly prepared and seemed extremely immature as a team. Um, Late in the season, they looked a little better. But late in the season, you can be fooled. It's like September baseball. You know, sometimes you catch a team that's uh, not trying in the December game or you get a team that, you know, might be banged up. And they had a couple of games like that late that they won. But the bottom line is there wasn't enough to make out of that first year that you could hang your hat on. That's for sure. I, I didn't I didn't see a lot from in terms of preparation, in terms of game planning. I didn't see a lot from that staff last year. Yeah, were rocked in preseason when uh, their, their passing specialist, Greg Knapp, Suffered that no accident. That was a big blow, no and, question, clearly. Yeah, and the quarterback room was crowded, and there were too many voices in uh, Zach Wilson's ear. And, and Wilson was a rookie. He had a rookie head coach, rookie offensive coordinator, a rookie defensive coordinator, a rookie quarterback, and not enough talent. And, and, and a very right. puzzling quarterback room for a rookie uh, quarterback, too. Yeah, I mean... It's. I think things have stabilized to a great deal. And the problem for the Jets, though, is that division is murder. They're not – I think they're a year away if Zach Wilson's the right quarterback and Robert Sala's the right coach. But the – the Bills are easily the class of the division, if not the league. They, they are probably the- now on a par with, with, with Kansas City, so they're probably the best in the AFC. Uh, Miami is going to be better, and New England, I think, will have more players around a improved quarterback in his second year who was not bad in his first year. So yeah, you know no, New England's going to be at worst the 500 club. I mean, at worst. I mean, they'll probably be better than that. It's going to be a tough division. There's no question. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, Mac Jones was better than uh, was better than Zach Wilson. Which no, yeah, he was pretty good. Jeff. He was pretty good. Of course, he's lost Josh McDaniels, yep. which won't help. But you know, Belichick is Belichick. He'll he'll find a way to keep them in the hunt. But uh, I think the Bills, by the way, are, are better than the Chiefs now. Yeah, I, I think I, they're the I, listen, they should have beat them last year. Okay, they are th- – this is their time, let's be honest. They are built to be a Super Bowl team this year. There's no question about it. They, they, this should be a Super Bowl run for them. Allen's that good. He's an elite quarterback. They have loads of talent around them. So I agree with you. I, I think they are ready – to, to be a championship-level team, there's no question. Uh, Miami should be better. So the Jets can be better, and their record doesn't get that much better. But I think the Jets need, as a franchise and for this coaching staff, need to take a big step forward. As you said, a quantum leap, year two leap that teams take. You know, usually teams, when they're going to get better, take a very big step in their second year. Yeah, I think you'll see, you'll see a... Uh a more professional, more polished Jets team. Um, and again, like you said, eight wins, nine wins. You know, I think they'll be in playoff contention. I really what, do. What but- scares you about the Jets right now 
out of everything, what 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 is the thing that you fear the most about the Jets? Um, that um, that Zach Wilson isn't the second overall pick in the draft. That they should have drafted Mac Jones. Um, and uh, as you said, the offensive line is can be a top ten offensive line only if Makai Becton passes the eye test, is committed, is driven to be the franchise left tackle that they wanted him to be two years ago. Um, those are the two keys. Zach Wilson's second-year leap and Makai Becton being the, being the player that they thought he was. I, I, do you think Douglas is... Got a plan. Oh, he had a great... Do you yes. think he? Do you think his plan? Now they he had a good draft, but you know what they were they were both teams were in a position where they'd have to be pretty bad not to have good drafts. They 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 should yeah. have good drafts with what they had in terms of picks this past year. Um, do you think Douglas has a plan and is sticking to it? Absolutely. Uh, he's he's done for Zach Wilson what he began doing for Sam Darnold, but too little too late. He's gotten them playmakers and protectors. And we'll, we'll find out for sure if they're the right playmakers and protectors, but he's built around the young quarterback. And that was the plan. That is the plan. And he hired Robert Sala to infuse energy into the building, which he has. Now, again, like you said, Sala's got to take that second year leap as well. But, um, Joe Douglas has, yes, Joe Douglas has a plan, and he's executed the plan, and now it's up to uh, Robert Sala. So, and for the Giants, the biggest negative is what? Biggest negative is they're not ready to win. They're just simply not ready to win. They have a, a rookie coach who is a rookie co- rookie head coach. They have a uh, a quarterback who they don't know or they they don't know whether he's going to be their quarterback next year. It's a put up or shut up for Daniel Jones. They have a running back and a wide receiver, a couple of wide receivers who haven't been able to stay on the field. And that's part of uh, part of what should give Giant fans optimism is Babel taking care, better care of the players in an attempt to cut down on this injury barrage that that has that has plagued the giants over the last few years um but the giants are not ready to win i mean they're they're a six seven win team at best listen uh good to talk to you as always be well we'll talk to you along the way thanks very much for a little time steve serby appreciate it anytime Mike. thank you steve, very much thanks. pleasure steve serby thanks. new york post back after this. You're listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Remember the Mike Francesa podcast is on the Bet Rivers Network. You can bet at Bet Rivers in New York and if you're listening in New Jersey or Connecticut, make your bets on the Play Sugar House spot. That's where you want to be. Play Sugar House in New Jersey and Connecticut. Bet Rivers for all your wagering needs in New York. So, as we get ready to open up training camps, I'd say the word is guarded 
with some optimism thrown in, but call it guarded optimism. I think there are hopes for a better day, but I think there's also a realization that it's not going to come quickly for the Giants who have have to dig out of a very deep hole and that the Jets will face enough competition in a division that it, you know, advancement might not come as quickly as better play comes, but watch the development of the quarterback and watch what happens to the big tackle. How is he progressing? And is he going to be what they had hoped and what they really planned for him to be? Because to me, that if he's not, the franchise takes a big step backwards for the giants. Yes. A lot of pressure on Daniel Jones. This is the year. He gets somewhat of a new slate, but he only gets one year to try this. And there are a lot of doubters, both outside and inside the organization. It's going to be interesting to see how aggressive the defense can be and how some of the young players, both on the in the defensive front seven and on the offensive line, progress and how quickly they progress. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan. And you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts.